Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another article from Hemper.co. And might I say, this one's going to be quite fun. Smoking essentials for your next road trip. First off, hope everybody is having a great, beautiful morning. The weather outside is actually pretty okay right now. It's only about 70 instead of the brutal 115. It's going to be in about three hours. So, yeah, I'm not ready for that today. I'm never ready for that. It always makes it super hot, especially in my room. Anyways, let's get into smoking essentials for your next road trip. Smoker's road trip checklist. Summer's almost here. Summer's already here, my guy, especially here in the desert. So it says, we've compiled some of the best cannabis essentials that you need to have with you while you take to the open road. SPF THC sunscreen. Okay, I was expecting like a pipe. I was expecting like a grinder or like a silicon bong or something you could just throw in a backpack. Nah, first off, we got THC sunscreen. Neat. Fruit slabs. Okay. Discreet edibles are packed with organic ingredients to keep you buzzed and satisfied. Dude, I don't know if I'd trust edibles while I was driving on a road trip. That would be, uh, that would be a lot to ask of me. Like, holy shit. Could you imagine being in the driver's seat? switching at a gas station and then that shit kicks in when you're in the middle of a freeway you'd be sitting there just like well this is happening now this is my life this is what i do i mean some people some people claim to be better drivers while they're stoned but if you get pulled over you are absolutely like done my guy like it is game over because they'll know they always know okay and the hemper keeper okay something that they sell all right storage is to road trip with Oh, so it's like a, it's just like a mini stash jar. Oh, you can grind it and store it. Oh, neat. So it's like a stash jar with a grinder on top. That's kind of cool. A rolling tray. Yeah. Duh. I mean, that's kind of something you need. Papers and wraps. Thank God we're into like the actual stuff you would need on this road trip. Papers and wraps. Totally essential. If you've ever gone out on a trip and you forget to bring like papers with you, just... Just hope that you've got, like, a pipe or something in your backpack. Alright. A chill playlist. Yeah. Gotta have that. Especially if you're going on, like, one of those 10-hour drives, like, from SoCal to, like, San Francisco or some shit like that. Man, you need you need that good music. Because if you don't have good music, like, you're just gonna be bored as fuck in the car. And nobody wants to be bored as fuck in the car. Blunt effects. Okay, nothing sinks into the fabric of your car faster than the smell of weed. Okay, if you happen to have a run-in with local law enforcement, oh shit, it's best to nip that smell in the bud early on along the way so that your trip won't be cut short. Okay, so blunt effects is, it's like room spray. Alright, so you're basically carrying around a mini can of Febreze in your backpack. Favorite munchies. Well, I mean, I guess that kind of goes without saying. If you're going to smoke, you better have the snacks. You better have those Cool Ranch Doritos and Dr. Pepper, like, handy. And next thing up is a well-stocked cooler. So, yeah, you better have those drinks fucking handy and cold. Because I've been on road trips before where people bring just, like, one or two, like, sodas or something like that. And we're constantly trying to find, like, a gas station or, like, a McDonald's. I remember one time when me and one of my friends drove to the beach, we were so fucking hungry, like halfway there. And we stopped in this city called Corona here in SoCal. A lot of people probably know it. How's it going? 
We stopped there at the McDonald's off the freeway and we literally grabbed like almost $40 worth of food and just devoured it. By the time we got to the beach, we were so full. Like, I remember we went out in the water for like an hour or two and we were just like, yeah, that's it. Let's just go walk around. And like, we went, we hit some shops, got some more. We got these, these giant ice cream cones. If you guys have ever been to Venice Beach in California, like just the biggest ice cream cone, it was like almost a foot tall and I'm walking, looking at it. I'm fucking stoned trying to just be like, do I like try to eat this whole, do I need a spoon for this? Like help somebody help. And I ended up just devouring it from the top down. It was the best thing ever though. Lighters. Yeah. You would think that smokers would never forget to take a lighter on their road trips. You know what? I've been that guy. I've been that guy. And mind you, like me and my buddy Jacob, we would smoke cigarettes when we would go on road trips. And one time we got in the car and we both pulled out a cigarette when we got about halfway down our street. And I was like, yo, where's the lighter? And he goes, I thought you brought one. And I was like, no, man, I thought you brought one. And we were just fucking kids at the time. So we weren't even like, like we could go buy our own lighter. But we were already on the road and we were looking at each other going like, fuck man, what do we do? So we stopped at like literally the next gas station down the street after getting gas at the cheap gas station. And we were like, yo, we need a lighter, hook it up with a lighter. So the guy finally like sold us a lighter because he fucking was just dicking us around. He's like, yeah, I don't know. You guys don't look legal age. And I'm like, dog, are you really carding me for a lighter? Like I have cigarettes in my pocket as we speak. Like here's my fucking ID. And at the time, I had a passport that I was using as an ID because I didn't have a California one. So this dude looks at me and he goes, that's not an appropriate form of ID. And I go, bruh, it's a passport. There's my date of birth. There's a photo of me. Here's my social. I had the matching card in my wallet. Like I was ready to go all out on this guy. And finally, the manager comes out, hands us like two or three lighters and goes, yeah, sorry about that, guys. You guys have a good one. And we just, we left and we had lighters for days. I think we actually lost like two out of the three but then it turned out there was another one in the glove compartment, so everything was good. We both had a lighter. It was a fun road trip, too. And we think we ended up getting into the beach at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning just to watch the sunrise. Like, that was the plan. Was to just chill at the beach, watch the sun come up over the city of L.A., spend the day in L.A., and then go back and watch the fucking sunset. And it was it was pretty cool. Like, I think we ended up, like, parking somewhere, like a Walmart parking lot, and just chilling for a couple hours. Took, like, a nap or some shit during the middle of the day. And then we just parked down back at the beach and watched sunset. Got some cool photos out of it. It was actually a really good time. Anyways, back to this list. Hemper smell-proof bags. Oh, yeah. Small, small bag of smell-proof Ziploc bags to keep all your smoking essentials in. Yeah, to keep your weed in. Like... Oh, I guess that's true, too. It also says on here you can put your smoking accessories in one easy-to-find location. So I guess if you have like a pen, some wraps, some papers, or like anything that could be considered paraphernalia, you could just throw it in this little bag and throw it in your backpack because it's not like they're going to search your freaking bag and pull out all the little bags. I mean, they probably would if you guys like literally reeked of weed, but if you're chill as fuck and you don't have like papers and shit just sitting out in the open in your car, I don't think that many cops are going to hassle you for it. Like, I don't think it'd be that big of a deal. But, I mean, I remember one time I got pulled over for having a fucking taillight out, and these cops pulled up. And, I mean, they went the full ham on me. They had, like, a canine. They brought out all this other shit because I have to... I had a... a uh, what's it called? A box cutter sitting in my... Glo- in my Not my glove compartment. In my cup holder. 
And they were like, oh, what's that for? What do you need that for? What's the box cutter for? And at the time, that's when I was working at the thrift shop, if you've heard the other stories. And so I was like, oh, well, I work at a thrift shop. I use it to cut up boxes. And they are like mad dogging, dude. They are like, oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? You need a razor blade to cut up boxes? You can't just break it down with your hands? Sir, will you get out of the vehicle, please? And I mean, I sat there on the curb. Like, I wasn't cuffed or anything. I was just kind of chilling. And they came and searched my whole fucking car, dude. Thank God that was the one day I hadn't decided to, like, go pick up anything. Even though it still would have been completely legal because this is after legalization. But I know, like, sometimes I would hit, like, a couple dispensaries and I would have more than an ounce on me. If I was really buying up, like, buying in bulk. And, like, some... I I got pulled over once by a cop who straight up told me the law. He's like, yeah, you can't have more than a certain amount on you. And I pretended to, like, play dumb. I was like, man, I didn't know that. Like, uh, I'm sorry, officer. Like, I'll never do it again. But after I tested my luck with the law that one time, never again, never again did I carry anything more than an ounce in my, like, personal vehicle. Because God helped me if I got pulled over and got arrested. Back to the list. Next thing up, vape pens. You know what? Eh, I mean, they do, it says right here, they fly well under the radar of the law. But yeah, I mean, I like my little pen. That's the one I got right here. Has a very faint scent. Yeah, it really does. Like, I hit it in my room all the time and my room does not smell like weed. Till I open up the weed drawer. But that's a different story. (coughs) Excuse me. Had to take a drink there. Vapes provide travelers with an easy-to-use portable combat smoking... Combat. Compact. Smoking tool. You know... Ever since the vapes came out, like the THC things, I remember everybody being freaked out about the cartridges that people were buying that were obviously like bootleg and like from China. I mean, think about it. Like, think about it. You're never going to have like, you're never, you're honestly never going to have to like worry too much about it if you go to like a dispensary and get them. It's the people that were like drying, drying, buying them like off the street who were straight up just fucking it up for everybody. Like, 16-year-olds and 15-year-olds that were buying these fake carts from, like, 20 and 30-something-year-olds who bought them from China, or people who, like, tried to home-make their own distillate, like, that's just not a good time, and you're not gonna have a good time. Like, if you're smoking cheap, if you, you get what you pay for, that's what I tell people all the time. You get what you pay for. If you spend like 80 to to $100 on a cart, you best believe that that cart is probably going to put you on your ass after taking two or three hits off of it. If you spend like $100 on an ounce of weed compared to spending like $52 on like a cheap half ounce, that hundred and something dollars you spent on a decent ounce, I know some of them go for way more than that, but just hear me out. It's for the purpose of, for the purpose of the argument. That $100 ounce is gonna hit you way better and way harder and you're gonna feel it way more than the cheap $52 ounce of shake or some shit like that that you pick up. Like, it's the same thing with vape pens. It's the same thing with flour. It's the same thing with wax. Like, if you're buying cheap wax, it's not a high percentage. Then, like, I I mean, you kind of deserve what you get at that point. Like, and don't ever buy from, like, someone who's hella sketchy either. If you are buying and you are not in a legal state... I do not condone this, let me just say, like, I don't encourage people to do illegal things, but 
you know, I understand if you are buying in an illegal state from an illicit individual, like, that's between you and them, but don't ever, like, let them tell you, like, oh, I got this bomb wax, but it's only, like, $5 a dab. I mean, $5 a dab is pretty good, but if it's, like, if it's, you already know, you already know. If it's too cheap and they hype it up to be too good, don't ever trust them. Don't ever trust them when they tell you, like, oh, yeah, this is good shit, but I'm going to sell it to you for this cheap-ass price. They're just trying to get you hooked on something that could probably kill you. And now, on to another list. This is the top weed gadgets. The best weed devices you need in your arsenal for smoking. Number one, vape pens. Wow, really? Vape pens are number one? Like, I could have sworn that, like, a pipe or papers or some shit like that would be number one. But I guess a lot of people are heading over to the vape pens. Few individuals, the G Pen Nova, G Pen Elite, and the Yokin Evolve D. Huh. Number two, modern bongs. Hmm. Okay, I guess like the ones that are like trippy looking ones. Like as opposed to a normal just like stem vase looking bong. Like oh, some of these are like bubblers, not really like a bong. Huh. Number three is dab rigs. Dab rigs are special water pipes used to smoke concentrate. Wax. Yep. And there we go. Dabbing burns the materials at a lower temperature via indirect heat. Providing the user with a pure, potent, and clean hit. Now, guys. (coughs) Excuse me again. Man, it's really hitting this morning. Now, guys, let me tell you. If you're not if you're not an experienced smoker and you haven't been like smoking weed for that long of a time and you know you smoked like once or twice with like your buddies like back outside behind the gymnasium in high school or some shit or if you're smoking like a couple joints a week just to relax after work or like play video games or whatever do not ever 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 let anyone your best friend your brother your dad your mom your cousin convince you to take a fucking dab. Like, if you, if you, if you are only, like, smoking, like, a little bit here and there, like, not all the time type of shit, do not let somebody convince you to take a dab. And also, take, like, a small one, if you do, just to experience it for the first time. Like, if you want to first time it, pick a little tiny piece off. Google it. You can see how big of a piece, like, you should probably take for your first dab. Don't let these motherfuckers slab you, because that is exactly what happened to me. I was chilling with, I believe it was my brother-in-law, my sister, and my cousin was there, I think. I don't remember. But we sat down, and we were like, yeah, we're going to take dabs. And I was like the guy who was sitting there going, yeah, I'll, I'll try it. I'll take one. And like I saw these other guys taking like these big chunks off, and I was like, well, I'll take like, I'll probably pick like half of what he took, like half of what this guy just fucking ripped out of here. So I saw the amount of smoke that he blew out. And how instant high he was. And I was just like, you know what? This might not be for me, but I'll take a small, teeny tiny dab. So I take this teeny tiny dab. And my brother-in-law looks at me and he goes, he goes, yeah, man. Like, he, I broke off my piece and I hadn't hit it yet. He goes, man, like, come on, take the dab. Like, that's that's not going to be enough. You're just going to burn your lungs. And I'm sitting there going like, man, like, all right. Like, show me how big of a first dab to take. This dude takes a scoop that was, like, the size of the guy that hit it before me, and then some. So I'm sitting there going, like, oh, man, like, I was like, all right, my head was like, all right, you know what? I don't have to inhale all this. Like, I can pull it in, and I can only inhale a little bit at a time. Like, kind of make it, like, 
easy breezy like you know when you when you take a big milk hit from a bong and you clear it like two or three times before actually clearing it you know what i mean like some some shit like that some shit like that would be like what was going through my head but he hates it i drop it and i'm like trying to take like this slow dragging hit off of it right but the second that that dab hit the bowl my fucking homie goes Yo, man, come on, you gotta, you gotta hit it, you gotta hit it, you're gonna burn your lungs, it's gonna hurt worse if you hit it cold, and I was like, fuck, okay, and some part of me was just like, alright, it's like, lung suction, go, like, and I took this massive fucking, like, this fucking dab that I can't, I don't even have anything to, like, compare it to on my desk, I mean, I guess, like, imagine the end of a USB-C cable, like, that big of a dab, like, just like a little... If you, like, took it and kind of mushed it up like Play-Doh, like, that's the amount that he put on the end of this fucking spoon. And I don't even know what kind of wax it was. But the second that I inhaled this fucking entire dab, I sat there, I tried to exhale, I couldn't. Like, it was, like, stuck. And I finally get it out, I finally push it out, and I'm sitting there going, like, oh, man, like, I almost died right there. Five seconds later, the entire world is, like, spinning, like, rotating, And I'm sitting there and I'm just looking up at like the trees and the sky and the flowers and shit. And I'm chilling like I got a two liter of Dr. Pepper in my lap and I don't even give a fuck about nothing. Like nothing is bothering me at this point. Like I am literally just chill as could fucking be like, all right, cool. Like this is happening. This is what's going on. And then it just kept getting worse and worse like, not worse, but, like, building more and more and more, like, kicking into the full extent of, like, I had, I had experienced couch lock before this, but not on this fucking level, like, this was a whole nother kind of couch lock, like, even if I had wanted to get up and, like, go do something, there was no way in hell that I was going to be able to mentally comprehend what my body movements were, because I remember testing it, like, lifting my legs, and I was like, all right, cool, like, I can still lift my legs, I'm good, And, like, I remember, like, looking around at everyone and having, like, conversations and talking to people. I don't remember a single goddamn thing that was said that day. Like, there was, there was just this void of, like, about two hours where I was so fucking high that I couldn't function. And I ate literally an entire fucking big bag of Cool Ranch Doritos, drank, like, half a two liter of Dr. Pepper, and just went inside, sat in front of the TV and fell asleep, like, I was gone, I was absolutely destroyed, and that's the first time I took dabs, the second time I took dabs, it wasn't as bad, because we had, like, I guess, I guess, like, better wax, like, this one tasted kind of good, and it didn't try to kill my lungs, and we were using a nectar collector, me and the stoner pal, Jacob, and we're literally sitting outside, and we had gotten, like, a couple cases of beer, and, like, a couple cases of soda, and we had bought, like, two packs of cigarettes to fucking chill and smoke. And so, before, before we smoked, we barbecued. So, we had, like, burgers and hot dogs and shit. And we grabbed, like, a stack of them and, like, a couple bags of buns, one of each. And put them next to us with, like, the ketchup and shit. And everybody else, we made everyone else come out and, like, sit around us to get their food. It was kind of entertaining. But, anyways, we start smoking these dabs around, like, 6 o'clock p.m. We're watching the sun go down. We're chilling hard. And I take the first one, and I take, like, small ones, because after the first time, I was scared, and I'm sure some people can understand why. So anyways, I take this first one, we're sitting there, and I'm grabbing a hot dog, I'm grabbing a hamburger, I'm grabbing, like, ketchup, mustard, uh, like, a beer or two, and, like, a soda. 
And we're just slamming back drinks left and right after taking, like, two or three dabs. And I remember we're sitting there, we're talking about, like, we're talking about, like, some deep shit. Like, we're talking about, like, what is love? What is, like, the world? What What is everything? Like, how? where did life come from? What's the meaning of it if we die anyways? Like, we were fucking depressed at that time. So, <clears throat> we're sitting there having this big, long interstellar conversation at some point my girlfriend came out and like sat down with us because we were living together at the time and she came out and sat with us and she's like hey guys like how's it going like grabs a cigarette grabs a beer and we're sitting there and we get her involved in the conversation and she takes a dab and goes all right you guys have fun i'm going back inside and she leaves and goes into the bedroom and i'm like all right bye like i'll be in in like a little bit and then like everything kicked in when we took these final like fat dabs like, not even in, like, a bad way, but we took these final, like, fat dabs, and I, we're sitting there, we're talking, and all of a sudden, yet again, everything becomes the void, like, the voided conversation, like, I still remember we were talking about, like, magic, and, like, you know, where did the dragons go, and, like, mythological creatures, and gods, and then we get into, like, religion, and, like, how we feel about religion, and how religious are we, and, like, what do we believe, what we don't believe, who goes to heaven, who goes to hell, it got real deep and real scary real quick, and then I remember we finally were starting to come down, and we look up, and the sun is coming up, mind you, I had work at like 8 o'clock in the morning this day, I am fried, I called out and told my boss that I woke up early this morning, and I was throwing up, and you know, I couldn't, I couldn't handle it, couldn't come in, in reality, I was just like fried out, like absolutely done. I go inside and my girlfriend looks at me and goes, you called out of work, didn't you? I was like, yeah. She goes, why? I'm like, I'm too fucking high for this shit. And then like, I laid down, she went and got us breakfast in the kitchen, pop tarts and milk, best thing in the world. And like, I remember being super grateful that she went and got me pop tarts and milk. I was like a little kid. I was like, oh, thank you. Thank you. And then I fell asleep. I slept because I had the next two days after this day off. On that three-day weekend, I slept for, like, a solid 14 hours straight. Like, in my clothes, not even showered from the day previous. Like, I am disgusting. And I slept for that long. And she she told me when I woke up that she kept coming back in to check on me. And I was just gone. Like, I would, like, respond a little bit and then just be completely out of existence. And that's my stories on dabs and why I don't do them anymore. That was a long rant. I'm sorry for that. Okay. Yeah, the list of tools stops at dab rigs. So. All right. Twenty-one stoner essentials. Let's see what they got here. This is helpingpot.com. Okay, what should be in your stoner kit? Oh, sorry about that. My screen was freaking out. One hitter dugout combo for the on-the-go stoner. This is the best piece you could ever hope for. With a place to store your herbs, a place to put your pipe an airtight seal, and something that fits in the palm of your hand. What? 
it's hard to imagine something more important stoner and essential than this one. So it's like, it's a one hitter that looks like a cigarette with a cigarette box and you open it and you grab like, you just grab your like ground up weed, throw it in the end of the one hitter, take your hit and you're, you're good to go. You just drop it back in. That's kind of neat. Res caps. Those for cleaning are actually really good. I do have some of those. Rolling filters. Dude, nobody puts filters on half of these lists. This is the first one I've seen that had filters on it. Like, you can have a perfectly rolled joint. You can have, like, a really good blunt or whatever. But for me, the one thing that makes, like... The one thing that makes a joint taste way better and just a more enjoyable experience is a filter. And I don't know if that's just me or if that applies to, like, everybody. A grinder. Of course, you gotta have a grinder. How else are you gonna, you know, chop up the sacred skunk? Stash jars on this. All right, yeah. Oh, and they make a stash jar that looks like a lint roller that you stick on your wall. Like, that's kind of neat. A vape pen for the on the go smoker, but it's number six on this list. The other ones, it was like in the top five. All right. What makes vaporizers a stoner essential? All right, let's see what they put. Smoking on the go, conserving herb, having temperature control, keeping odors down, casually smoking, and being able to use one piece for multiple purposes. I guess if you still get the nicotine cartridges, like, I don't I don't think I would hit my, like, my, va- my nicotine vape on this because it's like a giant tank on it, the Falcon tank, if anybody knows what that is. Affordable, long-lasting devices. That's kind of true because I don't go through carts as fast as I go through anything else. Like, I can legit smoke a cart for, like, two or three months if I'm taking it easy, hitting it only, like, a few times a day. Like, that's that's just what it is. Like, I just, I don't know how do I say this. Like, carts for me, I can sit here and take a few puffs off a cart and get stoned and I can, like, stop. Like, that's, that's about it. Male to female hand connector. What? Make every bong universal. Oh, you put it on there and then you can switch between a dab rig and a bowl. That's kind of nice. Nice. Pipe screens. God, yes. For those who don't like getting Scooby. Dude, I haven't heard that since like... Way back in the fucking day getting Scoobied. It's when you suck in the ash through your bowl. Oh, dude, that shit hurts. I've had that happen back in the day. Like, when we were first smoking and we were just using whatever piece we had laying around. Like, I have I have been scoobied, like, several fucking times. And that shit, I tell you, is, like, the worst. Because if you've ever tasted hot ash, like, smoking unfiltered cigarettes, imagine that, but, like, the taste of weed. Excuse me. Dabbing tools. Get the perfect size dab every time. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're not going back to the dab stories. We already know why I don't like it. Oh, the space case. That's actually a really good case to keep all your shit in. It's partially, like, waterproof, too. Like, I believe they have one that is waterproof if you keep... Yeah, it even says right here, no orders get out, no moisture gets in. So, like, I had one of those at my old house where I would put, like, all my pens in. And I would keep, like five or ten carts in there because I was only smoking carts back then 
because my roommate didn't like the smell of weed and like I was trying to quit like smoking, smoking in general. And like I, we would smoke cards out the ass. Like he could clear a cart, I kid you not, in like three or four days. This kid could like, like lungs, lungs of steel when it came to anything vape. Like, when he smoked a joint, like, he would stop, like, after a couple pulls. But when he was hitting his cart, man, this dude could go all fucking night. Like, he would be sitting in the living room, chiefing it up so hard with a cart on, like, an actual vape mod. Because you can do that. And, like, he was hitting it at, like, I think, like, eight or nine watts. Not very high on the wattage. But holy shit, the resistance of these carts plus that. They say low odor. Dude, the whole fucking room smelled like weed because he was smoking fucking live resin. And I asked him, I'm like, when would you get that? And he goes, oh, I got it today. And I took a look at it. And there was only like just over a quarter, between a quarter and a half of a cartridge left. And I'm looking at him going like, man, what the fuck? Like you smoked this much resin? And he's sitting there and he just looks at me with a straight face and goes, I can't get up from the couch. So I figured I'd do something while I was sitting here. I was like, all right, well, have you eaten any food today? <clears throat> and he goes, no, but, but I could eat. Like, what are we getting? And I was like, yo. I'm gonna fucking DoorDash us, not DoorDash, Postmates, some Sonic. We'll get like some burgers, some fries, and we'll be chilling, right? I ask him how many hot dogs he wants. He looks me with a straight face and goes, just get two of those 10 for 10 packs. Like, they had a deal at the time where it was like 10 chili cheese dogs, and you could pick like chili cheese dogs or burgers or like chicken nuggets, I think. And... So we get 10 chili cheese dogs, we get 10, 10 burgers, and then, oh no, this wasn't, not, not, not Sonic's, this was Wiener Sizzle, now that I'm remembering, because I think they still do this. And like, we get like two large drinks for each one. So we got four drinks, so I got two Dr. Peppers and you got two Mountain Dews, if I remember correctly. And our food gets here, and we're sitting there stoned as shit, because I started hitting this resin card. And man, I mean, we devoured so much of that food in like less than 10 minutes. Like I must have eaten like three chili dogs. This was like, that live resin has got to be one of the best things I've ever smoked that like made me like really uplifted and like happy and super excited to be alive because it was a sativa cart. And like, that's what he told me anyways. And like, from what I know, sativa is like my go-to. Like right now I'm hitting this, I'm talking freely. I cannot barely do this shit if I haven't smoked. Like... Let me be real. I get super nervous on camera or on mic, but I like creating media. So therefore, I like to be stoned while I'm creating this media. If you don't like it, you can click off the podcast. I already said it says explicit right down there where you, in the description, I believe, where it says clean or explicit. I clicked explicit. But I digress. Back to the list. Uh, invest in a good dab torch. All right, that's just all it says. I guess that makes, like, perfect sense. Silicon bong. Indestructible, affordable, and dishwasher safe. Oh, you know what? I would never trust it to, like... I would never trust it in a dishwasher, though. I'd I'd still be so scared that I would, like, melt it or some shit in a dishwasher. If this sounds like you, a silicon bong is exactly what you need. Bad Larry's are completely safe to use, nice, and nearly indestructible. Can fold up to fit in your pocket. See, that's what I'm talking about. Like, you can, they have ones that just collapse down into, like, a disc. And you can throw that in your backpack. You know, if you and the homies are going to smoke before school, throw that in your backpack. 
pop it up at the spot when you get there smoke your bowl hand someone like be like be like smart about it though like give somebody else the bowl to carry around because you're less likely to get in trouble for having a, a bowl in your backpack than a bong because i feel like a bowl you can just go to the bathroom real quick wash it off like rinse it in the sink and throw it in your bag and if anybody asks what it is just be like oh nothing like or don't even take it out at all like put it in like that pocket that you never use in your backpack and you know what i mean the front pocket where there's like that little electronic thing that looks like it could only fit like a thermometer try to shove it in there if you can like if you have those flexible pockets if not put it in like a glasses case or like wrap it up in a hoodie just be smart about it because i've seen i've heard all these stories about kids getting caught with shit at school and i'm just like dude back in the day we used to go to school with like packs and packs of cigarettes lighters joints hidden in like we used to be able to take apart sharpies and you could take the ink piece out of the middle and if you were smart you would clean it out real good with soap and water pop your joint in there in the morning and click the marker closed and then you like you could just well be walking around you had a marker and they were smell proof from what i remember like you couldn't smell the weed because it was inside of the sealed marker with a cap on it like i've smoked those i've smoked marker joints so many fucking times Either that or we had one buddy who would come to school and this was before they made the hats with the hidden pockets on the inside and he would carry around this little, it was like a wooden sneak-a-toke that you could flip out the bowl, take a hit, or you flip the top and the top had like the stem and once it clipped into place it connected and it made like the air channel to this little bowl that was like made inside this little piece of wood. So he'd take that and he'd take like, he would pack a bowl in it before class or before school, lock it shut. And then on lunch, we'd all go meet up at the spot by the bushes. Sorry, needed a drink. Cotton mouth. We'd all go meet up at the spot by the bushes, right? And he'd pull this little wooden thing out of his hat, and we'd all pass it around and get, like, maybe one hit, and we'd be good. And then we'd go back to class, and we'd be spraying the body spray, walking back across the parking lot. I remember one day, security almost rolled up on us, but we were, like, behind the bushes at this point. Because one of our friends had come to school with, like, a little, like, trimmer thing. Like, a little pair of hand trimmers. And he clipped, like, the bottom bush- the bottom branches of these bushes. Like, he clipped out, like, this entire little alcove. And so we would go back there to smoke because it was behind the bushes. Like, you could not fucking see us from the road. That's how thick these bushes were. It was a pain in the ass to get in and out of, though. And, like, we would smoke, we would go back to class, we would be spraying the body spray and everything. One day, security almost rolls up on us because he feels... He's talking to one of his buddies, you can hear him in the parking lot. They're, they're both talking, walking. And we had just smoked, so there was still kind of smoke hanging out in the air. And one guy takes a big whiff and goes, Do you guys, do you smell weed? Is there somebody smoking weed? And we all fucking froze, man. And we're looking at each other like, fuck, we're about to get caught. Like, we're about to get it. And they keep walking and they blamed it on the people that lived in the neighborhood right behind the school. Like, oh, they're always smoking over there and shit always smells up. And we were like, oh, thank fucking God. So we cap the bowl. We fucking dip back into class. We're spraying all the shit. And like, I guess they saw us on camera come out of the bush later that day. Because one guy walked up to us and went, were you guys chilling in the bushes over there during lunch today? And we looked at him and went, well, yeah, we normally go over there and sit to eat like it's in the shade. And he was like, oh, okay, okay, all right, cool, cool, cool. We guys smoking weed over there today. And I was like, no, dude, none of us smoke, like, whatever. Like, I had, I smoked cigarettes, and I've gotten caught with cigarettes a couple times still to put it out. But I never got, like, caught up for anything or, like, arrested for anything, so. 
we kept, we pretty much bullshitted our way through it, got away with it, and then, like, for, like, almost two months, we could not go back to that spot, because one day we walked over there, like, we were gonna dip into the bushes, and we were just sitting on the curb, like we normally would, if we weren't smoking, we'd sit on the curb, gotta keep up the illusion, and, like, they would roll up on us and ask us what the hell we were doing all the way over there, and we'd just be sitting there eating lunch, it took them three months, three months to let go of that shit, like, my god, my guy, just move on. You've got a security job. The stoners are not the biggest problem in the schools. Anyways, next on the list, rolling tray. We've already gone over that with the other list. A joint roller. A lot of places don't talk about these, but yeah, if you're going to be going on like a road trip or like stopping off somewhere to roll up real quick, or even if you're rolling while riding, very, very pain in the ass to do, might I add. A rolling machine is just the way to go. Like, I have a raw one. I have a... I think it's a... What is it? Raw, and then I have a zigzag one, and then I have another one that's like some Arabian brand that I can't remember the name of. But the rollers from Raw are really, really good. Really, really, really nice. I I like them a lot. Especially because I got the bigger one because that's the size I like because I like to roll those, you know, those sweet little filters in there. And without a filter, like, I straight up have a hard time smoking a joint. I'm not even gonna lie. It's just not fun. I don't gotta live like that no more if I can buy filters. A roach clip. Dude, I have one of these. And I legit, my mom gave me one when I was, like, a teenager. She was like, hey, check this out. And I was like, what is this? She goes, it's a roach clip. And I was like, alright, cool. What's it for? And she goes, well, when you smoke a joint... You clip this on the end of it to kind of hold it. Now, she was like, I figured it would be something you thought was cool. Because it was hers from, like, the 80s. Oh, my God. Never has something, like, made my life so much better. And I never known that I needed it until it found me. Like, this thing was a saving grace in high school when someone would roll the shitty joint. And everyone would be passing it around and getting it wet with their lips and shit. This thing. Also, because I could smoke the joint down further than anybody and got to the point we all got roach clips. Like, we all asked our parents about them. And, like, one of my homies came to school with, like, six of them. And he's like, yo, my mom gave me these. And I'm like, yo, pass them around. And he had, like, cool ones. Like, there was, like, a pink one, a blue one, a green and blue one. And then there was, like, a black and gold one. And the black and gold one was, like, super slick. And I remember he used to whip that thing out at every fucking party. Like straight up and then it says why you need one they keep hard to remove odors off your hands you know i never thought about that when i was using one but i guess if you're holding it like six inches away from your hands you're never gonna like i get, i mean i guess the point still exists that the odor's gonna get in like your hair and shit and like your breath's gonna smell like it but like the reduce the risk of burning your fingers makes sense and they're very affordable neat a bong buddy what is this what is this? A plastic ring that fits around your bong and has a magnet or holding place for your lighter. Oh, so it's like a it's like a lighter leash, but you clip it around your bong. That's neat. I mean, yeah, that'll make it so you never like that'll make it so that you never lose it again, I guess. A quartz banger. Make any bong a dab brig. God, everyone in their bongs. A car or not their bongs, everybody in their dabs, jeez. A carb cap. Get the most out of your dab. Now, this is something I didn't know about until I started smoking dabs on and off as I got older. But these things apparently really, really help. 
Hempwick. I've smoked with Hempwick a couple times. It's a very enjoyable experience, but I don't think it's like super necessary. A smoke buddy. So basically like if you guys, if, if anybody's ever tried smoking in their room and you're scared of the smell getting up in the air, we used to do this shit where we would put dryer sheets inside of a paper towel tube. And again, it was my mom that showed us this. <laughs> And that way, when you smoke, you breathe it out through there, and the dryer sheets filter out all the, like, the smell. So there's less of a smell. Like, there's still the burning of the joint kind of smoke. But when you exhale, like, it filters it. I don't know, man. There's some pretty crazy shit that people come up with. But they actually made this into, like, a product. Wow. Alrighty, then. Well, that's that list, and those are my stories and my rants for the day. So, I hope everybody has a great, beautiful morning. Get some breakfast, get some coffee, get some snacks. And I will be publishing this soon, and hopefully we can get some listeners in on here. I really enjoy recording these. I actually don't really care about the views or anything. I just want to do it because I'm having fun with it. But I hope everybody else has a beautiful, blessed morning. And I will talk to everybody here tomorrow morning. Goodbye.